Well, Phil, uh, a great interview, although I did not participate in it. Uh, I think this is the first one in a while that we haven't done together, but I uh, did want to discuss it. Uh, Hindu University of America. Yes. Established in 1989. Uh, fascinating. Uh, yeah. Your thoughts? Well, it was, uh, you know, I've known Kalyan for quite a while. Uh, and um, uh, since before he was uh, president of um, Hindu University of America. And um, I always respected his good mind and uh, his dedication to service. And uh, so when he, I followed, you know, what's happening in the uh, Indian American community and the, you know, all the extensions of American Veda, which, you know, since I wrote the book, you know, is uh, the uh, assimilation of, uh, Americans of Indian descent has just gotten more and more pronounced and they've established institutions of learning and temples and, you know, have uh, become prominent uh, citizens in the, in the footsteps of other new immigrant groups. I'm fascinated by that. But in this case, there's a certain um, added measure of interest to me because uh, their presence and their activities are uh, adding to this phenomenon of Eastern, uh, uh, you know, the tradition, spiritual traditions of India making a mark in, in America. And so Hindu University of America is part of that story. So mm -hmm. I, I, wanted yeah, I, I wanted to say that they probably have the best university website that I've ever seen. And that's not an exaggeration. Really? It was really brilliant. Uh, 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 web guys do it. And uh, it's H-U-A uh, Harry Utopia Alpha dot E-D-U. And w they list they offer 70 courses. And I wanted to ask you, Phil, specifically about this. One of the courses they offer is titled How Hindu Dharma Transformed America. Well, that's <laughs> all in your book. And uh, I wonder, uh, have you collaborated with them? I would assume your book should That's be my course. Wait, oh, is that the course that you're going to offer? Yes. <laughs> oh, how about that? I didn't even know you that. Oh, I thought you were I joking. No, I thought you were joking. We mentioned No, you know. no, Phil, I, I am not. <laughs> I've been going through their courses, and I thought if I, I'm, I'm not making this up, folks. Phil and I do know each other. Uh, I'm not particularly intuitive. But I was looking through their 70 courses. I didn't look through all of them, but I'm in the midst of it. Uh, I've looked through many, and I thought if I were to take a course, that's the course I would take. <laughs> I swear to you. Okay, other courses, Hindu mi musical traditions, a historical perspective, managing Pat Kane through holistic uh, yoga, uh, the Mahaparata War, exploring Hinduism for teens and parents. could be interesting. And, uh, you know, two of the courses are called... Uh, Reconstructing Hindu History, the omissions, Reconstructing Hindu History, the commissions. Do you feel, and we've touched on this with other guests we've had who teach uh, uh, areas of Hinduism or areas of, of, of uh, Vedic tradition, that uh, many uh, traditional Hindus living in America uh, feel that uh, Hinduism has been misrepresented uh, uh, in the West uh, over the years, either by gurus or by uh, others. Uh, 
What your thoughts on that? No, I, 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 the only thing I would say is, is I don't know many people who think uh, gurus misrepresented Hinduism. It's the, it's the way, the, the principal um, uh, objection, and it's a real one, um, is how uh, Hinduism and uh, India itself are uh, treated in academia. Uh, there's a perpetuation of certain stereotypes and misconceptions that are an artifact of hundreds of years of colonialism. But let's talk about some of the specifics. I'm very curious. Well, they, you know, some of the uh, friends of mine who are active in trying to change, for example, the textbooks that young students read about world religions uh, they talk about the caste, cows, and curry syndrome, where right. you know elements of Indian culture, uh, like the uh, holding cows sacred and uh, the caste system especially. And Kalyan and I spoke about that. I asked him about the caste system in in our uh, the uh, interview you missed. Um, these are uh, often presented as uh, integral to the spiritual traditions of, you know, the religion of Hinduism. And uh, it's, it's a gross misconception and a misreading of Indian cultural and Indian history. Not that the caste system doesn't exist, but that it's no more a characteristic of Hinduism than slavery or racism is of Christianity. These exactly are, what I was thinking. Yeah, it's the, it's more of a cultural artifact, and the the roots of what we call the caste system go back to uh, as as Kalyan said in the interview. There's no word. The caste is not a word in Sanskrit or any Indian language. It was something imposed by the British, and um, it's not that the system was imposed by the British, but what was originally a system of essentially. Um, divisions of labor, certain types of labor, and, uh, and you know, people taking on the, uh, uh, the family tradition of labor in simple times before, you know, civilization got very complex. And uh, jati, which is a much more complicated thing, the, um, it, you know, it devolved, you could say, into a system of where you were assigned a caste at birth, and there was a hierarchy and the, the upper castes, uh, you know, uh, um, were, were mistreated the people in, in lower caste. The whole concept of higher and lower got introduced. So, you know, things get distorted, you know, and human beings do terrible things. But it's not essentially a part of Hinduism. It's a, you know, it's an artifact of Indian culture, just as uh, colonialism and slavery became a, an artifact of, of European civilization. Right. I, I, I did, when I had my radio show, I interviewed the, uh, trying to think of his name now, uh, Michael Lotterson, I think his name is, he's the international spokesman for the Church of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. Mm -hmm. and, you know, everybody that talks, the first thing they'll say is, what about, you know, polygamy, which is yeah. something outlawed 150 years ago. Right. But same sort of thing. It's, you know, let's uh, and he was very happy that I, I, I didn't do that because I had done some research about it. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you so, a little bit. Anyway, that's part of it. And I think one of the reasons um, people like Kalyan have, have been very active over the years 
not just uh, before uh, they you know, started to try to revive Hindu University of America. They were, they were doing things like raising money to create uh, uh, chairs of in, uh, Hindu studies in major universities, where um, they, you know, people who are more deeply familiar with the tradition and who are our pr practitioners or are native to the tradition would be teaching about it, as opposed to Americans and Europeans who don't have the same perspective. So right, right. that's that's been an important project. Like we've had Rita Sharma on and, and she, she was a major voice in that as well. Let, let me ask you, are all of their courses, Hindu University of America, are all the courses online? Yes, they they, they went uh, strictly that's to the a- That's uh, yeah, yeah, I personally and, think this is uh, 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 late September, 2002. 20, we're in the middle of the pandemic still, we're in the United States, and I think a lot of uh, colleges and universities uh, will go under, I think it would have happened anyway, Yeah. and, and I think that uh, if, because they price themselves out of business, and now that people are becoming more uh, comfortable or uh, familiar with uh, doing stuff online, a lot of college students, that's what they're doing, I think the technologies for presenting uh, knowledge online will become more uh, uh, sophisticated, and yeah. I think people feel more comfortable. And it should drive the cost down and yeah. uh, and accessibility. So I think that uh, they, they're. If I were to start a university right now, it would be online. Yeah, not and maybe you know, for certain courses, certain certain majors, it's certain graduate things, you every, need to have, you lab. know, yeah, lab work. You know, so. Yeah, but, but I personally think, Phil, and this is just mine, uh, you walk through colleges and universities, they're going to go, uh, the campuses, they will, except for a few of the ones that are super endowed, they're going to go yeah. the same way that uh, shopping malls are. Yeah. I think there are things. And so maybe they'll, you know, they'll have smaller facilities for the things that, I mean, you, you're not going to go through medical school online. You know, you're not going to, you're going to have to, you know, you're not going to learn how to do surgery or something. Right, but <laughs> it's a remotely. very small percentage of students. Yeah, yeah, you know, but, and, but, and there's something to be said for the interaction, the human interaction, so I don't think it's going to happen overnight. But it certainly opens it up, and a, and a, a, a small, tiny school like Hindu University of America, you know, they had a campus in Orlando for many years, and it was, it was you know, not doing very well when... Kalyan and, and his associates, to, you know, started uh, uh, trying to revive it. And who, take, who takes the classes mostly? Is it's it, mostly it, people of Indian descent. But I, have, Phil, do you know? And last question I'll ask, let you go for a bit. And that is, what what's the population of uh, uh, Hindus in America now? It must have gone up dramatically in the last twenty years. As I remember. Um, the last time I saw a, a data point, it was something like, uh, I forget. <laughs> oh, wait, well, I'm, I'm Googling. I just Googled it. I just Googled it. And I got 2.2 2, uh, million. Okay, good. I was going to guess 2 million. So 2.2 million. Okay. And and that's a you know it's a, a relatively small 
immigrant group, but like the Jews and like you know your your Italian Americans and the uh, Irish American Catholics before and the Hind and the Muslim uh, immigrants, um, you know each generation becomes more and more integrated into the culture. And 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 then uh, the stereotypes and the prejudices and the uh, they start to fade away, and um, the, you know. But the, you know some of it endures. So a lot of young uh, kids of Indian descent have to put up with uh, you know bullying by people who tease them about you know something like caste or if they're vegetarian yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question. Uh, like. Um... Jewish kids would go to Hebrew school after regular school. Yeah. Uh, kids would go to catechism after regular school. Do uh, Hindu kids in America, oh, interesting. any of them have like a, 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 a school like that after school? I don't know about the after school, but there are temples, you know, in, in the major population area and organizations like the Chinmaya Mission that have uh, programs, uh, you know, to educate youth in the traditions and um, so i guess depending on the family and the access to these things uh there might be the equivalent of of you know what you and i remember from childhood i remember that my my jewish friends going to hebrew school after school and my catholic friends you know doing something at the local church i just wanted to play baseball Cat catechism is what we went to <laughs> it was torture but it was, yeah, actually, I think I got out of a regular <laughs> class to go. That was the only thing. So l listen, folks, uh, uh, Hindu University of America and uh, Phil, the course that Phil yes. will be offering, uh, how Hindu Dharma transformed America, trans okay, how Hindu Dharma transformed America. And no kidding, no lie, I'm telling you <laughs> the truth. I would look through 70 courses. I said, this is the one I'd probably take. Okay, I know Phil well. We do a show together. We co-host the show. I, and I know he wrote American Made and I read it and I found it fascinating. And I thought I, I would deepen my understanding. This is Phil's course. Yeah. So, what so I want to say, I want to say, since you brought it up, uh, I'm really looking forward to it because I'm going to be able to do things you can't do in a book. Like I'll cover a lot of the same ground I did in American Veda. But uh, first of all, it's 10 years after the book came out and I have there's a lot of new stuff to add. But I'll also be using audio uh, recordings and videos. So I can't I will not just write, you know, be talking about certain people. I'll be you can you'll hear their voices. You'll see them. Uh, so I, uh, there's a lot more I can do because it's an online thing, not a book. It's, tw it's September 2020. When is all this? Is it available? It looks it like it starts. The course starts October 6th. Okay. And uh, good. So uh, go to hua.edu. Uh, like I said, they have a fabulous. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, good stuff. Lot of good. So you go to academics and then it'll have uh, areas of study courses offered. Yeah, I think they're offering 70 courses. So. And I will say, I, you know, I forgot to mention this when I was uh, interviewing Kalyan, but they also have uh, free webinars that they, you know, do from time to time. So you sh you might want to get on the mailing list. Mm -hmm. Great. All right, and uh, just a reminder to everyone that uh, we are available to you uh, twenty four seven, <laughs> free of charge. <laughs> just go to spiritmatterstalk.com. We're on all the 
you know, uh, podcast uh, uh, apps and all that. So find us and uh, we've been available for free for five years uh, and we continue. We will as long as we can continue going that way. But if you want to contribute, it's again, not a donation. We're not a nonprofit. But if you'd like to contribute to help us keep going, uh, keep us on the air, uh, please go to our website, spiritmatterstalk.com, and uh, click on the red button, and you'll be able to uh, assist us. Uh, you can give a contribution. And if you can't give a contribution, keep listening. But please, those and for those who have already contributed, uh, we want to thank you so very much from the bottoms of our heart. But yep. we, we need some more to keep going because, you know, okay. it's, it, it takes time and energy and, and cost to, to keep it going. So uh, there you go, Phil. All right, Dennis, next time. Next time. <laughs>